Welcome to a Time Shifters podcast, Time Hop Edition, where we discuss a movie that is a recent release. Stay tuned for our regular episode coming soon. Everyone, welcome to a Time Shifters podcast, Time Hop. This is Christopher here with Tom. Tom, how you doing? Good, good, good. We have quite the little film to cover. <laughs> yeah, we got a hold of a screener for a f- new film that's coming out here in 2021. I believe it uh, actually came out uh, just early December. So by the time you hear this, it'll have been out for about a week or so. It is called Portal Runner. This is my house. I just wish there were more sharp things and fewer mirrors. This time, I have a plan. That's the day it all changed. What are you doing in here? Who are you? Out of my room. Your room. How long have you lived in this room? Could you be weird somewhere else? First you take my room, then you put up all these weird posters, then you take Buggy Wuggy from me, and and now you're telling me to get out. I'm sorry. I'll see you next time, Uncle Boo. Did he hit his head? What's with you and all these mirrors? Would you believe me if I told you the mirrors were doors to other worlds? They're mostly just like ours, but they're always just a little bit different. Backwards, of course. hours a day and then he finds me every time until you until this world he can't come through because of you i don't know why i've seen this thing kill people well it won't this time i'll trap it no dude you're not listening you know how many times i've tried we're gonna set a trap we're gonna catch that thing and save dad you can just run away again if it doesn't work not always what you do is about 15-year-old Nolan who discovers he has the ability to travel to parallel worlds by using mirrors. He leaps from world to world being dogged by a mysterious and evil creature who murdered his family. When he gets stuck in a parallel world with a sister he's never met, he must confide in his new sister May and come up with a plan to finally stop the malevolent force before it destroys him and this world's family. Stars Sloan Morgan Siegel is Nolan, Elise Eberly as May, and we have uh, Brian S. Lewis as Uncle Boone, and I believe uh, the mom was Carol Roscoe. This was directed by Cornelia Duryea. I'm going to guess on the last name. It's kind of French-looking, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm an American. <laughs> you did your uh, best. Yeah, thank you. I tried. Anyway, uh, what did you think about this thing? I... I'm curious to hear what you. I'm. I'm actually a little torn. Yeah, I. I kind of am too. Uh, I love the premise of him that when he travels through these mirrors, I, I would have liked to learn a little more how he got the ability to travel the mirrors and all that. I don't know that that was super clear. It was. As clear as Vega could be. I mean, his dad apparently was a scientist. Comes home with a with you know the MacGuffin right uh, experiment, and 
Nolan gets uh, shocked by it, and apparently this experiment had something to do with quantum energy or something. Sure. I mean, it's it's all done really quick. It's done in a flashback. It takes up maybe five minutes of the film, if. Yeah. But that's enough to allow Nolan to pass through a mirror. Okay. <laughs> Don't know what the smoke monster had to do with... <laughs> with it but again that is something that is it's it just is that comes out of the box i don't want to give a lot of spoilers away for a brand new film or anything but it it also is related to this uh, this box that dad brought home right aside from the clunkiness uh, of how they get to it because the it, it it had good elements um the fact that you don't get some of what we just talked about until like the second act um, cause we just enter with, uh, <laughs> we enter with him, uh, showing up in, in, the, we actually start the film with him trying to deal with the thing that's attacking, that killed his family and is chasing him. Um, he fails to, uh, to ward it off in the, in the first like five minutes, which was to be expected. Um, but then he's into this family thing, and I liked that a lot, actually. The whole dynamic, it was, again, not the greatest acting and all of that. Oh, actually, I disagree. Really? I think the acting, well, let me tell you that I like the premise, because it's a premise that's certainly been done sure. numerous times before. You go back to, you know, Sliders, Stargate, yeah, you know, all that I, kind I, of stuff. Yeah, it did have a, you a know. solid Sliders feel about it. So I, I like that premise i like him you know transporting going from mirror to mirror and i like this thing chasing him and, and and trying to track him down and him visiting different worlds and he goes to the one world and it's all decrepit and there's mold and mildew and you don't know what happened and it's like that's cool right i like that uh the family stuff he he gets involved with you know a sister he never hated before um and mom and his uncle boone who really makes this film i think <laughs> yeah and him dealing with that and the whole, you know, he's, he's sitting there having to do uh, Christmas with the family that he, I mean, he's not their son, quote unquote, from this world. He's the sister he doesn't know. He has to befriend this sister. I, I, I enjoyed all that, too. The problem is, is I had a hard time connecting the two. I liked it. I liked the two halves, but they, I didn't like how they just sort of butted them together and said, look, it's a movie. Right. But what saved it for me through all that family business, like you're talking about like the, the, the second act of the film, is the acting. I thought the actors were tremendous fun to watch. Yes, they, they were. And maybe, maybe acting is not where I'm going with this. I, I guess it's maybe storytelling and direction because our our hero in this, what was his name? Nolan. 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 Our hero Nolan in this, when he does come across the family that has the sister that he's never had, and he's there and he's kind of settling into it for the moment because apparently, as he explains at some point, he doesn't exactly know when the monster will catch up to him. And he's apparently stuck because he's he's going around touching mirrors and he can't yeah. get him to shimmer he can't go through for some reason he's stuck here yeah, so, so he's, he's having an issue in this so he's stuck he knows what he's doing but 
like he's no he's aware that he has gone through different worlds essentially then when he is in a world where there's a sister he's acting like somehow this was always his home kind of thing and that that part didn't sit right with me so maybe it's not it's not fair to put it on the actors because i think that just didn't come off quite right i'm like you already know you're in another world why are you acting like the little bug toy is yours in this world he was like yelling at her to get out of his room right it's her bedroom because it's her world yeah you're in a you just came from a world where everything looked like it was trashed so You're clearly at least latching on to the fact that uh, it's not the same in every place. So the fact that he was behaving like somehow this one should be like his home world was that part okay. was off. So yeah, I think you you could put that up to the the script on that one. Yeah, so uh, you're right. I I'm being unfair because you're you're also right. Uh, the the characters themselves and how they interact with each other, the acting that they're doing. It's actually a lot of fun. It's the thing that saves the movie for y'all. It's a it's a talented bunch. Yeah, I, th- I found it rather interesting that they decided to set it in 1999. Yeah, you know, December 1999, and so the Y2K is is a thing, and it's got you know Uncle Boone, who's like the conspiracy theorist sort of uh, or the the prepper yeah. uh, type. And he's all he he thinks the world's gonna come to a stop, and he's getting ready. You gotta just figure whoever wrote this just kind of kind of had a shine for for that whole Y two K thing, and possibly they, they they saw a moment here. <laughs> they saw a moment. They saw an easy opportunity to add to in, uh, inject a little bit of humor into the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You throw it in a in a in a, a recent known but far enough away time, you can get a little kitsch in there. <laughs> sure. Only only the uncle and the and the mom were alive probably uh when Y2K came around. Our our two stars, Sloane Siegel and uh, Elise uh, Everly, I I don't think they were born yet. (laughs) No, but, you know, for doing it in uh, the late in 1999, I think some they could have uh, maybe looked up the fashion and hairstyles a little bit more. Didn't think it quite fit. Everybody was a little current. Maybe that's why it seemed a little odd to me is because it didn't feel any different than it does now. And yeah, things should have changed a little bit. You can't just put up a, a poster on the wall and say, it's ninety ninety nine. Yeah, they they the sync poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that that's as far as they went with uh, nailing it to that time. But uh, yeah, that and the uh, the there, there is a, a a lame attempt at referencing an eighties movie. Oh, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, what, what the... Gordo, quote unquote, boyfriend for May hmm. shows up with the boombox that he's holding. Oh his head. right. Yes. Pulling off a say anything kind of moment. Don't you dare turn that on. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, again, the dynamic between the characters in there made it a lot of fun. This would be what I would say would fall kind of like a um, a Goosebumps level. I mean, it's definitely more for a family fair or young adult. This is your kind of entry level to maybe like a middle schooler. Um, for 
sci-fi slash horror set during Christmas. It just it just now struck me as like this is very much like a Doctor Who episode, kind of like a classic Doctor Who. Yeah, actually, yeah. Now that you say it, especially with the uh, uh, the more current Doctor Who's affinities for having a Christmas special, it it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it feels a bit like that. Yeah, no, I could definitely. I was definitely waiting. I could see like David Tennant, Doctor, <laughs> you know, popping up at some point or something. <laughs> running the other way through the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have to admit this one was um it's it's worth watching. It's a really short watch. I think it's only a little over an hour long. Hour 11. Yeah, so and maybe that's by design since they're just they did it for kind of younger audiences. It's, you know, keep their attention. <laughs> you I don't think you could have drugged this plot out too much much further. No, like I, I felt like it was a little, you know, padded with uh, some of the family stuff in the middle. Anyway, that's where it was really starting to lose me. If it hadn't been for the fact that we had a talented bunch of actors, that second or the yeah that middle uh, portion of that movie, the middle third of this film, it, it would have lost me. Not spoiling anything, uh, but uh, it kind of leaves you like there could be more. It it, it kind of has a moment at the end where where there could be more. They needed to bring a little more explanation to the mechanics of what was going on. I mean, they wanted to actually do the family thing. I, I felt like this movie was more about that family dynamic and wanting to put a weird action sci-fi horror spin on that family dynamic. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. They definitely need to explain a little bit, like, what happened to that world's Nolan? That's the thing, uh, especially with anything like this. Every time Nolan runs into a world where there is a version of his home and family, um, where is the Nolan from that world? Is he also running portal jumping for some reason? Or did the fact that you just crossed through a mirror force him to not exist anymore? Right. <laughs> so are you devastating all of the multiverses of all the Nolans? <laughs> and you, <laughs> yeah. you don't even know that you're doing it? Um, yeah. But no, uh, it, there could be a little more to that. But we can't get out of any conversation without the, the a conversation around the cameo. Yes. I don't, do we do want to give it away? Let's just. I don't say, even want to give no, it away. No, I don't want to give it away, but but we can't not say anything about it because it it, it is a thoroughly weird but fun cameo. Uh, we'll just say someone of Star Trek fame. Leave it at that. Yes, that's safe to go with. There, yes. There's a lot of Star Trek folks, so uh, someone someone of Star Trek fame is essentially doing. A commercial bit to kind of like the 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 ShamWow guy. <laughs> oh yes, very much the ShamWow guy. It's just a little itty bitty bit it, during the movie, and you like if you did weren't really watching it, you'd miss that. So just to make sure that they had extra fun with it, they put it in a post credit scene. <laughs> yes, I loved yeah. it. It was brilliant. It was a lot of fun. That yep. was cool. That was. That now, was very this cute. is this is one I'd recommend going ahead and check out if you're yeah. a little bit of a sci-fi fan and definitely if you have a family that's a, if you like Doctor Who and that yeah. sort of thing. If you like sliders. Check out Portal Runner from 2021. It, this one's worth a worth a watch. Absolutely. 
All right, that's going to do it for this time hop. Uh, we'll be back in a, in a little while uh, with a full episode. Uh, until then, uh, we'll say goodbye. See ya.